This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. Your host this week is myself, Sarah. Hopefully you recognize my voice by now. This week we're chatting about how to balance creative and data-driven decisions in SEO with the wonderful Kevin Kashani. Who is Kevin? Well, Kevin aka Getcha SEO, is a Nairobi-based freelance SEO and content writer with over five years of experience helping clients drive converting traffic to their websites. And he also enjoys ping pong a lot. Uh, so before we welcome Kevin to the virtual stage or the audio stage, a uh, little reminder that if you do enjoy our podcast, you can donate a one-off payment of £5 via our Buy Me A Coffee page. Link in our show notes for you to do that. And you can also follow us on Twitter. So our handle is SEO Mindset Pod. But again, much easier if you just go and follow the link in our show notes. You can follow us, tweet us, message us, whatever. If you want to say hi, if you want to come on the podcast, whatever you want to do, we'd love to connect with you. Right. Let's welcome Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Very, very well. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm also doing uh, great and I'm happy what you are doing this today you know i've been looking forward to having this chat you know and i'm super happy that we're doing this finally yeah yeah definitely and i think we should do a shout out uh to jess peace because uh yeah yeah um good friend and also like content seo legend um but yeah she she kind of introduced us um and also the f f fcdc program yeah as well yeah. um yeah which is yeah, yeah. definitely uh, like uh, i'm really happy that uh i got to meet jess and i'm a member of the fcdc community because uh through jess and through the fcdc community uh we got to know each other i got to know you sarah and we got to arrange for some good things for our audience today Yes, 100%, 100%. Yeah, it's great when uh, these things happen. And uh, for those that um, don't know about the 
SCDC. Um, it's a community headed up by Chima, um, and it's a wonderful community. I'll make sure that there's um, a link in in the show notes uh, so you can follow. But um, what do you kind of like? What do you get out of it, Kevin? Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, thank you for that. And uh, it's good to mention, like, uh, FCBC is a great community and it's very vibrant on uh, Twitter. You can check them out at the FCBC community. So it stands for Freelance Coalition uh, for Developing Countries. Like, it helps freelancers uh, from all over the world, uh, from uh, developing countries to get access to uh, mentors, get access to experts in the industry get access to resources uh, which you know these things can be hard for people to get access especially if you are freelancing and you're by yourself and you're from uh, developing countries no matter which part of the world it can be really hard for you to do these things by your own but through a community like fcbc you get to meet uh, great uh, great people great speakers who, who uh, done talks on great stages around digital marketing and you get to interact also with other uh, freelancers as well like myself and many others that are in the community who help you to uh, grow in your journey who help and guide you on the best practices and you can definitely get uh, a person to share ideas to get a person to ask questions in real time and get help yeah so for me personally FCBC has been a great place, as I mentioned at uh, beginning of the show. Like, I got to, men, uh, to meet Jessica, Jess and I got to uh, meet other incredible people like Chima as well, Aleida, you know. There are many, many, many people in the community who are expert leaders, who are thought leaders in the industry and can really help you uh, in this learning in digital marketing. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Like I said um, at the start, I'll make sure that I include a link to that to that Twitter. Um, so yeah, you can you can check it out. And uh, yeah, wonderful stuff. Right. So Kevin, today we are yeah. talking about balancing creative and data driven decision making in SEO. So uh, obviously, you suggested this topic, and I thought it was very important. Because uh, obviously we need both. Uh, we need to base our decisions on data, right? But we still need to be creative exactly. and stuff. Definitely. So let's start off with a definition for our listeners. So what do you mean by creative and data-driven decisions in SEO? So how do they differ and then how can they kind of combine? Yeah, like this is a really interesting topic and I think it's uh, really important for uh, people within the industry to get a grasp of how to use both uh, creative and data-driven decisions while implementing strategies that are looking for to uh, grow their SEO processes and uh, grow their websites in general. So uh, maybe to start me off, I can say creative and data-driven decisions in SEO refer to the process of using qualitative and quantitative data to make informed decisions about optimizing our websites' uh, performance in the search engine, you know. So uh, this involves using industry tools, maybe, uh, you know, uh, Google Search Console, uh, Google Analytics, uh, tools like Href, uh, SEMrush, Moz, you know, all those good tools that is used, find useful 
uh, when identifying opportunities for improving and measuring success of SEO efforts that they put, you know. So while uh, incorporating like uh, creative thinking, uh, maybe intuition, you can call it, and data-driven approaches, uh, they help to come up with unique strategies and solutions that improve overall user experiences on uh, websites. So maybe to uh, simplify it more for people to understand better, it's like uh, when you say creative decision making process, this means like you're, you're basing your, 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 your decisions on uh, quantitative data. So this is not measurable. You cannot have figures on this. But when we talk about data driven, now we're talking about quali quantitative data. We're talking about qualitative data now. So um, I, I hope I don't mix you guys up, sorry. So when we talk about creative, we're talking about quality. We're talking about uh, data driven. We're talking about now quantity. So I think that's uh, a good way of putting it. So data driven. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that's 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 a very good explanation. Uh, so so now our listeners know the difference, and yeah, uh, yeah we we know about them. Why is it important to do both? Then why do we need both creative and data driven decisions in in SEO? Yeah, like it's really important to use both uh, strategies and use both aspects of decision making to improve uh, and ensure you have an effective SEO strategy running. Uh, you can say, maybe by combining both data-driven and creative decision-making, SEO professionals now can gain a more complete understanding of websites' performance, and they can be able to identify new and innovative ways to, optim uh, to optimize uh, their search visibility, uh, find better ways to engage their audience, uh, and Overall, I think it's really important because it maximizes the ROI for SEO. When you incorporate both strategies, uh, your strategy now becomes uh, more efficient and more targeted and more precise. And now this improves your ROI compared to maybe dwelling on one strategy or the other. So uh, in a nutshell, you can say the results are more effective and it uh, it it gives an all-round, a comprehensive SEO strategy that we, uh, that's, that's able to bring uh, the expected uh, KPIs. 100%. So, so putting it into practice then, um, would you, would you kind of start with the data? So obviously, we're talking to SEOs right now. Yeah. Um, so we're very data-driven, aren't we? We love data. We love getting... Um, we love we love that we love submerging we love ourselves in the numbers the data insights right for sure um <laughs> so how i suppose for us then we've probably got the data ticked haven't we like we've already done that so i suppose it's then taking that the data but then sort of marrying it up to more creative approaches yeah so um the data is already available, you can say, and that's where SEO thrives because it's, it thrives yeah. because of data, yeah, you know. So, but now you can't say you'll uh, solely focus on data alone uh, because uh, you'll, you'll, you'll come to realize, like, when you get this huge, uh, like, 
the amount of data these tools can give you is crazy, you know. And if you say you're sinking into data alone, you can, you can, you can, you can drown. Like the data is huge, you know. So you'll uh, you'll need to get away that you can use this data now to make an informed decision. Yeah, you can use this data now to implement new strategies. You can use this data to, you know, to to make it uh, more meaningful. You know, data has no meaning unless you you sort it. You know. So, and this process of sorting the data out now, you get to use your creativity, you get uh, to incorporate ah, now. okay. Yeah, you get it now. So, like, this, this, this so, is the... So, yeah? Just to make sure that I'm following, um, so the creative side is when you start telling a story with that data. Exactly. When you make that data visual and, yeah, it can start telling a story and then you can tell that story through your marketing, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, when when now you, you get your data from maybe, let's say you're doing a keyword research, for example, like uh, maybe I can use this example that uh, for a client that I'm working with, like he's in the affiliate marketing industry, he's doing CBD uh, supplements, uh, oils, all those good stuff, you know. When we are trying to create content around uh, those uh, products that we have or want to bring more awareness of our brand and we want to engage more clients come to our, to our website, like you'll find when I'm doing keyword research, maybe for uh, how CBD helps with uh, Alzheimer or how CBD uh, helps pets to relax or, you know, when I, when I dive into data, maybe from HREF or uh, Semlar or like all these amazing tools that we have in the industry, I'll get a ton of data from these uh, tools, you know. Now, uh, in one case, maybe you can get uh, over a thousand, maybe. In, a, in another case, you can get 500. It varies depending on which keyword you're, you're going after. Now, in a, in a, in a simple way, like, an SEO will get a huge amount of data, like after doing their, when, not even after, while doing their research, they'll get a huge amount of data that they need to make sense of. Or whenever you log into your Google Search Console or Google Analytics, you get huge amount of data from there, you know. And these all raw data obtained from your website, you know. And now trying to make sense of this uh, information or this data to give uh, a meaningful information or to inform your strategy moving forward, it's where the creativity part kicks in. It's where now you need to be critical about what you want to do, you know. So I can say like uh, maybe in the keyword research process, when you get your, uh, you get your keywords from these tools and now you want to maybe create a content online, you want to create a content brief maybe to the writer or a content structure that you want to uh, write the content by your own, maybe later on. Now, you need to be very, very creative while approaching this, you know, because when you look at the subs or when maybe you've done a keyword research for uh, the CBD oil, maybe from uh, this company, you want to promote it in an affiliate, you know, you'll get many competitor websites from the subs originally, and they'll be talking or for more or less the same thing uh, among them, you know. And now, for you to be like so different from uh, whatever it's mm -hmm. already ranking, you need now to add your own twist and to add your own flair to it, you know, so that you can get uh, 
you are already uh, addressing whatever the audience are getting already in the subs and you have added already some other information that uh, will be helpful to your user. Now you can take an interest angle like whenever uh, whenever you are like uh, uh, finding like uh, your, your competitors have already addressed this topic and they talk about maybe why this oil is the best or uh, why you should buy this oil, uh, the rates, maybe the, the pricing or the benefits that the oil gives you or you know all those good stuff. Now on your own uh, when, when, when putting out your, your content out now you can focus on uh, other aspects that these people did not uh, did not uh, cover. You can talk uh, like let's say you can try and say uh, compared maybe to you can compare it maybe you can add the comparison aspect uh, rather than just uh, writing a review on one oil you know now uh, that creativity aspect that you put into it like it will it will help your readers it will it will make them uh, come to you it will it will make you stand out uh, i think that's the better word and yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're saying you're saying really good points, really, really good points. Um, so you have to you have to add your creative flair, don't you? Because you you want people to stick around, exactly. right? You want people to like consume that content. Yeah. Um, so if you've just got the data, the keywords, and you might have scripted the best the best content, the best article, right? Yeah. But you need to make it come alive don't you you need to get people to share it or to like read more and stuff and that's where like your creative brain can come in or you can kind of look at what competitors are lacking with can't you or you can be okay do we need a visual here do we exactly. need a video do we exactly. need a graph like think of ways that you can yeah make that data come alive yeah yeah okay. right okay. oh yeah maybe okay uh to add on that maybe like uh, you'll find like uh, whenever you're doing your research you'll find like your competitors maybe are dwelling on uh, this content type only they can be doing maybe text only and uh, you realize maybe uh, now the creative or the intuitive aspect uh, that you can add to that now you can explore other other formats of uh, putting this content out to your audience you can look at your uh do can video do better uh, compared to just text yeah you know or uh can i uh do infographics instead of being just long composts or you know like this the uh thinking also the box aspect of it now it, it brings that creativity aspect to it and it really makes you stand out like from uh, other competitors you know and this is really beneficial for your website and you know like Going back to our keyword research process, you can say you'll get a bunch of keywords or something uh, of the sort. And okay, you've got your keywords, you can write content on them. Uh, that's very good. But now you can decide, like, uh, why don't I group these keywords that I've obtained uh, from this research process, which is mainly data driven. You're looking, when you say data driven, you're looking at the search volume, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're looking at the keyword difficulty. You are you're looking at all those great getting points that help you target a good keyword. Now, after you get a keyword, now you can say, uh, how do I uh, use this keyword and incorporate it in my website in a creative and in a in a more planned way? You know, 
you can you can create content clusters as I was saying maybe create silos uh, you can create around those keywords yeah. you know now that's a creative aspect to it because uh, the way I'll structure my uh, uh, the way I'll structure my uh, content silo or uh, keyword clusters uh, might be a little different from uh, whatever someone else is doing you know and they can be more or less the same, but uh, I, I bet there's some unique aspect of it. Like even when you come to creating the content itself, you'll find like you're having something unique compared to what these other people are having. And that's how you, know, you can use your creativity uh, in the sense of improving your SEO strategy. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, right, it is time now for us to take a short break. Um, so yes, when we are back with part two, um, Kevin will be sharing some success stories. So, uh, where he has done this, where he has combined both, um, creative and data driven decisions. And if we have time, uh, we may run out of time, so we may have to get Kevin back. Uh, but, but yeah, if we do have time, uh, we'll talk about common mistakes and obstacles. Uh, so yeah, we shall be back. This season is sponsored by Bright Local, the all-in-one local SEO platform that helps businesses and agencies drive traffic and leads from local search. For those new to local SEO, or even if you're a seasoned pro, Bright Local also offers a wealth of free interactive courses via its academy. Learn from industry experts such as Claire Carlisle, Greg Gifford, Nikki Mosier, on topics spanning local link building, keyword research, Google business profile optimization, and many more. Boost your confidence, master the field, and become a certified professional. SEO Mindset podcast listeners can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Sign up for a free 14-day bright local trial at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash bright local and receive $75 in citation builder credits when you go on to take up a subscription at the end of your trial. T's and C's and further information again at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash bright local or follow the link in the show notes. Me and Tasmin have some very exciting news. You are invited to an evening of authenticity, empowerment, and connection. We're doing a live podcast, The Importance of Being Authentically and Unapologetically You, on Wednesday the 24th of April from 8pm until 11 at Projects The Lanes in Brighton. That's right, we're recording a podcast in front of a live audience. Come and join us and our guest speakers for a very important conversation about embracing your true self, why it's important and strategies you can implement. It's absolutely free to attend. There will be pizza and drinks courtesy of our amazing sponsors. During the live podcast, we'll have a Q&A session where you can join in with the conversation, ask questions and share your own insights and experiences. You'll also have the chance to connect and network with fellow SEO professionals. So whether you're attending Brighton SEO or happen to live or be in the area, 
this is the perfect event for you. A huge shout out to our sponsors, Systrix and StatSearch Analytics for their generous support. And let's not forget to thank Silicon Brighton for helping us organize this incredible gathering and projects for providing the perfect venue. This event would not be possible without you guys. So what are you waiting for? Click the link in the show notes to secure your tickets now and don't forget to help us spread the word and tell your friends we shall see you there hey sarah here from the seo mindset just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast if you love what me and tasman are doing then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate i'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes and that will take you to our buy me a coffee page so here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us so each coffee is a donation and also you can leave us a message um, so that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out also if you would like to reach out to us maybe you want to say hello ask us a question request a shout out um maybe you want to come on as a guest uh, we have twitter yes so again if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash twitter again i'll put a link in the show notes um, that's how you can reach out to us both me and tasmin um, so yes thank you very much We are back with part two. Thank you so much, Kevin. Like, I feel like part one uh, was full of great insight and nuggets everywhere. Um, so so thank you so much for that. Um, so because of time, uh, we did have a little chat in the break, didn't we? Yeah, And we sure. decided that we'd, um, we'd focus more on you sharing some success stories, right? Because... If we share, or sorry, if you, the royal way, if you share some success stories, then hopefully that will really whet our listeners' appetites and they'll be like, hang on, I want a bit of that. I want these sort of um, results. So yeah, do you want to share some? Yeah, definitely. So you, uh, as I was saying about the client I was working with yeah, within the CBD industry, like uh, when we were doing our keyword research process, we came to realize like most people were are uh, very curious and wanted to know the right dosage they could use for themselves or they could use for their pets while uh, I mean, uh, while taking the maybe oils or any supplement they were they were having. Now this uh, was a, a very data-driven uh, analysis because this is what was we were getting from the tools we are getting from uh, HREF, we're getting from Google itself, uh, you know. But now uh, we had to think uh, like. Uh, outside the box and see how can we address this content and make it helpful to our users. You know, how uh, should we do an infographic for the dosage? Should we do maybe uh, a long-form content elaborating how to uh, approach dosing? You know, but we came to realize, ah, uh, why don't we maybe develop a calculator and have a, uh, a calculator where users can come and depending on uh, whichever oil they're using, the concentrations of, they can know the right amount of those they can use for themselves, you know. And this really worked well for us because now we are going back to Google Search Console, we can realize now we are starting to get new, new keywords. 
of that uh, strategy you know he was related to dosing and uh, this was very very uh, good for us you know because now we knew like uh, this page is ranking for cbd dosing you know like uh, clients now can whatever uh, whichever uh, problem they need uh, to know the right amount of dosage they need they can come to this page and enter their concentration uh, their cbd uh, uh, product they're having and the concentration it has and they can get uh, uh, a right uh, dosage uh, that's tailored just for them you know and this was uh, a game changer for us you know it improved uh, other pages you know doing the internal linking now from there passes on uh, this uh, page authority to other pages within your website and you can see even uh, you start attracting now backlinks coming back to your website you know because yeah nice. yeah exactly yeah. even when you use like let's say uh infographics and other great stuff you know like they start ranking high you know you get like you are having like now you can you can even appear on image search for such queries and this is really helpful to website because uh it gives that page an authority it gives that page uh ability to rank higher come to even position two position three on subs and then when you do your interlinking from these pages now it passes this link to use to other pages as well Combining that with your backing profile, your overall SEO uh, rating and domain rating improves as well. This like uh, it took uh, took us from uh, we were 28, 27, DR there, and we got to a 32, 33 in a span of like three weeks. This was incredible, you know. So ah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's one success story we've had. Uh, from implementing a creative strategy and balancing it with a data-driven strategy. Nice, nice, yeah. And those, and that just goes to show that um, creativity is important, right? And you, you talked about a really key point as well about images, right? And ranking for images because as humans, we're visual. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're visual exactly. people. Um, you, you. So yeah. yeah, wow, well done. That's a great. Yeah, you want to spend like uh, the the least amount of time to get the most amount of information. If it makes sense. So if you crack that, I think it becomes easier for users as well. Efficiency is that what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, do you have another? success story or? yeah 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 for sure like uh coming back to maybe the image such thing like uh we were we were doing yeah. like uh a, a lot of uh long form content you know while starting out in the uh in the niche we were doing long form content and then uh, from product reviews and whatever those great stuff you know and then now we can realize ah okay now looking at our audience uh so should we at least maybe try this uh type of content first and then compare it with this other type of content so that's the point where we came to uh, try the infographics more and uh, we minimized on doing the uh, creative content uh, and we, sh- uh, we we saw like uh, this was really good because now from the A-B testing it uh, guided us from like not uh, really focusing on creating solely uh, uh, written content, you know, and we started trying out yeah. now even embedding videos on a page. Uh, we started doing the infographics, uh, all this stuff. And now when the infographics now started to rank, and then we came to realize, ah, oh, so 
we cannot just only rely on one way to get on search. We can utilize on these other, other, other ways, you know. And so I can say, like, uh, A-B testing played a huge role, like, in deciding which content format uh, is best suited to our audience, you know. So even you, if you have a, a website there, you should uh, try and determine which content format is doing better compared to the other, you know. And that uh, is based on your own uh, creative uh, uh, wit, you know. How, how, how daring are you willing to do this A-B testing? Because they can be costly at, at certain times. But we came to realize now uh, the pages that we, we are doing, uh, infographics, we are doing videos, uh, the landing pages, yeah, they were doing uh, great, and SEO-wise, uh, we got uh, better ROI to, from those compared to the traditional uh, and the uh, the initial blogs that we're doing. Awesome, awesome! Another another great success story, um, and I suppose what is you touched on it as well is A/B testing. Like you have to have a benchmark, you have to be testing these things like you would with yeah. data, like data-driven like it's as important to test creative like um and you could get really creative couldn't you or you could really like do a b testing with like um do people exactly. prefer a video over an image do people prefer an infograph over um bullet points and stuff like that there's loads of different ways that you can test can't exactly. you um yeah awesome awesome i'm very yeah. sorry kevin but Time is it's, flying. Like you know, time is not on say There's a lot of stuff we can talk. Maybe hopefully I'll come back again some other time and we can share more. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You should you should leave people wanting more. <laughs> that is my motto. In yeah. Life. Um. But yeah, no, this has been a really great episode, and yeah, you've shared some great insight great success stories and yeah it's a reminder that as much as us seos are data driven we love the data we love the insights we need that creative flair don't we, we um do so yeah, yeah. We, well okay they say while data is an important component of our seo design uh, decision making uh, it's important not to become overly reliant on it uh, solely because uh, you should remember that data is only one part of the equation, you know, and that uh, creative thinking now and intuition as well uh, are also valuable assets uh, you can leverage in developing an effective SEO strategy and guarantee maximum ROI from your efforts, you know. That is a great way to yeah, summarize. For sure. Like, couldn't have summarized it better <laughs> myself. <laughs> Uh, so, Kevin, um, before we yeah. wrap up, um, we ask this question to yeah. everyone, like all of everyone that comes onto the podcast. Uh, so, what is the one piece of career advice, the best one piece of career advice that you've ever received? Uh, that's a good one, <laughs> Sarah. Yeah, but uh, I think our. Uh, uh, over 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 the lifetime of your career, you'll get many advice from uh, many people. But I think the one that uh, really has stuck with me over the entire time I've been doing SEO is you should be adaptable. You know, this is not an industry. Yeah, exactly. adaptable. So this is not an industry where you should just uh, rely on uh, maybe one a thing that you've just read once. 
So you should at least be adaptable because SEO is constantly changing and it's important to be adaptable and willing to pivot strategies when necessary to stay ahead of the curve, you know, all that testing stuff we've talked about, it's really important. And also, like, it's not a one-size-fits-all, sure. right? Like, obviously, it's great. It's great to read, to research, to read articles, learn from other people, but you can't take it as verbatim. You need to test stuff yourself. You need to, like, see what works for your um, particular uh, website that you're working on, your industry, all of those factors come into, into yeah, play, don't they? Yeah, because uh, I came to realize, like, even uh, if we say Google is uh, uh, the overall uh, ranking algorithm, it, uh, you'll, come, you'll come to realize yeah. that even in different uh, industries, uh, there, are, there are different signals that are prioritized more compared to others, you know. Uh, I can give an example, yes. maybe if your site maybe is in the YMYL uh, space, you know. Exactly, your money, your life. You know, you, you'll come to realize yeah. like the ranking signals under that uh, area are quite different compared to maybe other uh, niches, you know. So you should be very yeah. adaptable in your strategies and it will work out. A hundred percent. Awesome. Right. The final question, where can people find yeah. you? <laughs> people can, can always find me uh, on Twitter. They can find, follow me there at Gecha SEO. And they can also uh, find me on LinkedIn at Kevin Gishane. So that's where I'm mostly available on. And you can shoot me a message and we'll, I'll be happy to help you with anything. Yeah. Awesome. And I will make sure that those uh, those links, so definitely to the to the Twitter, but yeah, other links as well will be in the show notes. So Kevin, you'll be very accessible. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, thank you very much, Kevin, for coming on to the podcast. It's been wonderful. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in for another episode episode of the SEO Mindset podcast. Just a reminder again that if you do enjoy our podcast and what we do, you can support me and Tasmin by um, giving us a donation via Buy Me A Coffee. Our link is in the show notes. And you can also, like Kevin, we are on the Twitter. We are on the tweets. Uh, So again, that link will be in the show notes. And so Come and connect with us. Right. Should we say goodbye, yeah, Kevin? Yeah, I think we've touched on a lot of stuff that can help our users. So uh, I think, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Wonderful. Join us next time, people. 